Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. Oh, or was yeah. I supposed to act that out? Hello and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan and with me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing good. A lot to unpack this week. Oh, it was a long, action-packed week filled with uh, lots of excitement and daring and risks. Lots of risks. And hope, hopefully <laughs> some profit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think some of that was mixed in there too. All right. Well, come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, rage against the stock market machine, hedge against the rage machine, rage against the hedge machine. We do it all, as long as we're doing it up against machines. Just hate something. <laughs> we, we'd like to welcome any new listeners who may have wandered into the China shop from off the street, uh, looking around, just browsing around. Uh, let me introduce you to the shop. We're, we're here sharing our ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut our losses. And Number one rule is you buy it, you break it. <laughs> Wait, is that right? Yeah, I think that's about right. We, we buy it, you break it. <laughs> we go through a lot of China here. Definitely go through a lot of China. My wife's getting to be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> so if you found your way here and, uh, and you're not only new to the podcast, but new to stock trading in general, that's okay. We got you covered. We've got some great intro episodes we'll have the links to in the episode description uh we've got comedians getting invested with eddie pence great general introduction to the basics of investing we had, we did an interview with dr hans the investing tutor also a great spot to start he he talks a lot, little bit about the uh the macroeconomic influences into the market and trading good stuff good stuff we also have an introduction to options episode you're wondering what we're talking about when we start jibber jabbering about calls and puts and strikes and expirations and 
and all that options jazz. I just re-listened to that this week, so that way I know what you're talking about. So I should be good this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's very important, Kyle. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you. I'm glad you're on top of it. <laughs> uh, or. Or you can also check out the Knowledge Center on financialneptitude.com. We, we, we've got uh, all, the, all that stuff on there as well. Uh, but the, really, the best place, in my opinion, is the best place to be, in my, really, the best place to be, in my opinion, is our Discord server. Mm-hmm. Kyle and I are on there just about every day. It's really just an awesome place to be. We're, we're sharing what we're doing in real time, talking about uh, l- the latest developments as they happen. We don't have to wait for the weekend update as it were. And if you do find yourself on that server, uh, send us a private message or an email with your mailing address, and we will send you a smash-it-yourself mug straight from the shop. Uh, we're just really so glad you're here. Uh, we have a lot of fun, and it's always better with friends. All right, show news? Yeah, we got show news? Uh, well, we did hit a milestone. What? Milestones? I like milestones. 5,000 downloads, and we just smashed through it, so... Yeah, thanks to everybody for, for making this show grow. Woo! All right. Bulls are showing up in the shop. I love it. I love God it. Damn. You remember uh, when we hit 1,000 and we were all excited? So I'll probably have to figure out something fun to do for that. And I got an idea that I'll cover a little bit later. See what you think. Okay. Okay. You know, I've, I've had a few ideas myself. <laughs> uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, we got any interviews coming up uh, soon, Kyle? Alex Greengard is the next one that will be coming on this coming Wednesday. Yes. And then the week after that, we've got Sarah Glass from Trade Pro Academy. Sweet. Oh, I'm excited about both of those. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a deep dive into crypto. We're going we're gonna to open up Alex's brain and swim around in all his crypto knowledge. Um, yeah. I know he ha- he's been actively trading. I'm looking forward to getting an answer to the age-old question, what is it? <laughs> what does, what does it, it do? do? <laughs> It makes money, Kyle. That's uh, all you need to know. Not lately. <laughs> not lately. <laughs> well, sit back and relax, folks. We've got a flowery, fresh, lemon-scented show for you today. Lots of market-moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and more options than sodium in an Arby's roast turkey ranch and bacon sandwich. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> it is. I, I looked up what uh, sandwich had the most sodium. <laughs> <laughs> So you research that, but you won't read the fucking article. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Priorities. And reach out to us, folks. We just love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook, TikTok, Discord. Uh, we'll have the link to our Discord in the episode description. Uh, if you're old school, you could just send us an email to the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com. That's two bulls, but with the number two, two bulls at financialneptitude.com. Or you can give us a phone call at uh, 725 22 bulls. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you and your little street thief monkey pal friend have gotten wrapped up. Aladdin. Shit. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, well, just just way to jump on top and stomp down my little story I was trying to weave. That's okay. I feel like somebody just got a subscription to Disney+. Plus. I, I love Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kyle. Huh. 
You know what that brings us to is some tasty, tasty bet results. Uh, uh, I guess I can go first since I lost a total of three cents on my trade. As is tradition. Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond, if I had taken that stop loss, would have been sitting quite pretty, probably in the lead. But I did go back and re-listen to the last episode. I definitely said, fuck it, no stop loss. So that's on me. Uh, opened at thirty one ninety four, closed at thirty one ninety one. So my total is now seven hundred and sixty two dollars and forty one cents from seven sixty three thirteen. I lost almost a whole dollar. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I did make that options bet on Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, so you lost real money? So I lost real real dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. How'd yours do? Uh, I picked Com C O M M Com. Comscope opened at 21, closed the week at 21.62 for a healthy two and something percent. Brought my total from 8.2308 up to 847.38. dollars hmm. So I gained, gained a solid 25 bucks there. Damn it. Falling yes. behind. Uh, random, yes. but asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Solidly in last place. Uh, I. What did it, oh, it had IIVI mm-hmm. open the week at sixty nine forty seven, closed at seventy dollars and ten cents, which takes it all the way up to four hundred and forty four dollars and twenty nine cents. Ah! Gained a solid four dollars on the day on the week. Fuck you, random. Yeah, fuck you, random. Well, I know I, I'm. Pr- I got to start drafting up some new bet consequences for you for, for when you lose this <laughs> month. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad the random isn't uh, anywhere near my total. And speaking of uh, speaking of the bet, our poll results. Uh, I think most of the people seem to agree with you. Uh, is it cheating to pick AMC for the bet? Twenty uh, percent said yes, fifty percent no, and thirty percent were uh, confused uh, as to what the fuck a weekly stock bet is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Twitter wasn't the best place to pull that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was my answer. I was pretty confused. No, no I, was I it answered, really? I answered... Uh, <laughs> skew no, the results? No, no. <laughs> I did not answer to skew the results. I, I didn't cheat last week, and uh, I still beat you, so... Yeah. I'm, a, I'm over it. Oh, goddamn stop loss. E- even, if you, even if you think AMC is cheating, I, I mean, I, I, I went ahead and found a stock that's not on everybody's radar, and uh, <laughs> it ended higher than it uh, started, so... I just feel like I should have gotten uh, odds. I should have gotten, like, a dollar fifty to every dollar you made by going not the obvious pick. Oh, no, because then we're just going to spend all day arguing about what the odds are and trying to quantify what the, yeah. how valuable the obvious pick is. Right. And that's, that's not the heart of the, the bet. Nope. Uh, I will say, uh, in terms of entertainment, it's probably not the most entertaining stock to pick. Yeah. Though, I didn't pick it, and I won anyway, so... <laughs> Fuck y'all! I'm out! I'm done! I hey, still got two more weeks. I'm leaving the shop. I, I can retire now. I gained 2% <laughs> a week. Before we wrap up the intro bet segment, uh, Kyle, how's the Jersey Shore going? How are things at the shore? Uh, I'm annoyed at how effective this consequence is. <laughs> well, that pleases me because I did put a lot of thought into what exactly I should make you watch. Okay. All right. Well, let me go through just some quick notes that I took while I was writing it. Uh, Mike and Sammy, at the beginning, it was still looking like they were going to hook up. I think also, too, by far my favorite character on this show is the boss. Like, the normal, just random white guy that's like, owns the place they're staying at. Oh, I've never seen the show, so oh. I don't know who oh, Mike yeah, and Sammy did. are. I yeah, don't know who did. the boss is. You did. Don't lie. <laughs> How else would you know it was a terrible thing to watch? All right, anyway. 
Yeah, so uh, part of the, the agreement for them being uh, able to stay in this house is they have to work at this guy's shop uh, selling t-shirts and shit. And a lot of them are pretty terrible at it, especially Angelina. Like She keeps wandering away when she's supposed to be hanging her shirts. Boss guy was getting very upset. God damn it, Angelina. Uh, oh, and uh, I know everyone was really worried about this, but Sammy did manage to talk Snooky into staying, so we can all rest easy. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh. Uh, I hope she makes it to the end of the series. God, I was watching them get ready. God damn, there's so much hairspray. I felt like I could actually smell it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, a lot of the girls there seem to have boyfriends, but it doesn't seem to matter. Angelina said she would not cheat on her boyfriend, but then she seemed to fuck a dude at the club. Like, she just kind of disappeared with them and then claimed she didn't remember mm. anything about it. Uh, Wow also has a boyfriend, but looks like she cheated on him with Polly. Polly has a pierced dick, and I can never unknow that now. <laughs> Uh, Snooky brought over some dude. He started puking on the loft. Uh, man, it sucks to be that dude. You, like you get your get to show up on a television show, and like that's the way you, you use it. You're just sitting on a couch when you're supposed to be fucking this girl, and instead you just puke all over yourself. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, definitely at your best. Hats off to you, brother. Hats off to you. Vinny got pink eye. Fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah. What? Got uh, yeah. He got pink eye. Uh, not sure how. I mean, well, I know how it happens, but uh, fucking wash your hands. It's disgusting. So he couldn't work because of it, because he had to go to a doctor's appointment. But after he got done with his doctor's appointment, he was able to go out and party. Oh, thank God. Remember Mike and Sammy? Yeah. Well, apparently Sammy uh, is not as into Mike as Mike thought, uh, because she seems to be initiating now a love triangle with Ronnie. And Mike is very, very unhappy about it. In fact, he's acting kind of like a little bitch about it after Sammy made out with Ronnie. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Polly kind of punched the dude at the club, uh, because Mike was in a bad mood. Wait, kind of punched? Like, I mean, it looked like a punch. It was like, remember when McGregor fought, uh, Mayweather? Yeah. Yeah, remember how, like, McGregor's punches didn't ever seem to have anything on him, like he didn't know how to punch with gloves on? Right. Yeah, right. it's kind of like okay. that. He okay. hit the dude in the face, and is acting like he, like, had the best punch in the world, like, hit him right in the right spot and all this, but the guy barely even flinched. It's like, yeah, I don't think you hit him like you thought you did. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Lastly, um, Mike and the other guys brought over some girls, and then Angela was being a cock-blocking asshole, went up there and, like, basically shoot him out, called him a bunch of whores, even though she fucked a random dude at the club while having a boyfriend. And I don't know what happened to Snooky. She was, she decided to stay. Snooky decided to stay, but then, like, she wasn't in half, half the episode. So, I don't know. But it looks like the cliffhanger for this week is what's going to happen with Mike, Sammy, and Ronnie. Oh, the love triangle. Yeah. Hey, if if you if you can't remember it, is it really cheating just because they caught it on camera? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the okay. other thought I had. Do these people realize like their parents are probably going to be watching this shit? <laughs> like, yeah, here's daddy's little whore. Not girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Oh. So anyway, for uh, 5,000 downloads, I'm wondering if we shouldn't do or try to do like a watch party for like the last uh, last one of these in the month. I'm 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 all for it. I'm all for any any party, any excuse to try and get everybody together online and hang out is good by me. Um, well, we'll have to do a little bit of research on that. We'll probably be planning for the 25th of this month then, if we can get that worked out. That way, everybody everybody can join in my pain. Yeah, as we get to the uh, the thrilling conclusion of this four week train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll have to figure out what, what the best software is to 
be able to get everybody watching at the same time, or at the very least, video chatting, and we can see your screen and hear your microphone uh, uh, as you watch. Well, we all watch you watching. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can figure because I yeah. Well, we'll we'll check it out and see what we can come up with. Uh, all right, Kyle. I think it's time for some news. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, we all know why we're listening today. The sharpest person with the week to replay. So sit back, we got some market affairs. Get some stories for the fools and the bears. Clowns running companies. Laws change overnight. Here we are. It's time for China Shop News. Yeah, now it's time for China Shop News. All right. So it seems that lawmakers in the House have introduced five new bills that would place significant limits on uh, big tech like Apple, Mm. Google, Facebook, Amazon. They've been threatening this for a while, haven't they? They have. Now, this is just bills written in the House, and and we know, uh, uh, we try to stay apolitical here, but we we know there's gridlock. Oh, yeah. We (laughs) We know bills don't like to get passed and put on the president's desk anymore. That's something we used to do in the 80s. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so they, they're passing five bills. They want to place limits on uh, big tech's ability. Yeah, they, yeah, their ability to leverage their existing position to get new businesses mm-hmm. and push their services over competitors. Something like, like I used to sell on Amazon as a third-party seller. Right. Something Amazon does is they might not be beating my price, but their algorithms point any shoppers to their product right. first, even if my product was cheaper and closer. Like a, it could be somebody in Phoenix and, you know, I mean, I'm in Tucson and like, I'm going to ship it. It's going to get there next day. Well, Amazon wants to ship it from California for their price. So they're going to push that one. They call it the buy box. They're going to put that in the buy box first. Right. Uh, stuff like that. Well, didn't uh, Microsoft get in trouble for that years ago when they, they were using their browser, uh, Internet Explorer, like everything came loaded on windows with that and everyone was claiming unfair advantage yeah yeah it was yeah yeah they were they were writing their their software to make it not play well with anything but internet explorer right uh they did get in trouble for that Uh, but is it any different today not really yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if any of this actually makes its way through the the, the Senate. It, like I said, there there are five different bills: American Choice and Innovation Online Act, Ending mm-hmm. Platform Monopolies Act, Platform Competition and Opportunity Act, Augmenting Blah 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 Blah. Yeah, yeah, it, it's on and on and on. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath. Supposedly they have bipartisan support. You know, I guess limiting the power of big tech right is uh, <laughs> is is popular. But, like I said, uh, the Congress and Senate aren't known for advancing bills to the president's desk, so... Right. I, I'll, be, I'll be surprised to see if any of these go through. I would, too. But, so, <laughs> keep rotating out of tech. I know it's up this <laughs> week, but... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to end the year as well as it has been going the past month, that's for sure. You got any good articles for us, Kyle? Um, I was excited to see AMC finally release the shareholder information on, what was that, the 9th, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. So here's from their statement. Uh, there was 501.78 million shares outstanding as of June 2nd. The record date for the meeting was July 29th. As of June 2nd, there are approximately 4.1 million individual shareholders eligible to vote at the upcoming shareholder meeting. Wow. Um, Aaron Adams had stated that, well, because remember it was 3.2 before 
It was. We picked up a million new shareholders. All right. But uh, as far as how much of, well, you said more than 80% now of AMC shares are held by a broad base of retail investors with an average holding of around 120 shares. Nice. Uh, I think that's still undercounted. Um, I mean, we were 80% before with 3.2 million shareholders. Uh, I don't see how that's gone down. In fact, based on his average holding, I mean, that really takes you up to like 98% of the float. And I'm not sure if this is all counting people who aren't eligible to vote, like the people overseas who can't. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like there is pretty significant short interest on there and that's just what we know about would have been nice if the if they'd ever you know actually tell us how many shares are out there it seems like that should be something you should be able to figure out oh this is how many shares everybody owns like how how hard is that to figure out you know i mean it would be self-reported data but i almost wish everybody got together and on on like a one website registered and put their posted their share count so we could see we could compare those two numbers yeah, somebody have to go through and confirm, though. I mean, you have to take it from the brokers. Well, the brokers could report that anonym- not uh, anonymously. You would think. But I have a feeling the brokers are a little bit complicit in... Yeah, they probably don't want that getting out the, either. The games. They, yeah. They, they don't... <laughs> if, if they're facilitating naked shorts and, and phantom shares, then, yeah, they don't want that number known. Uh, GameStop uh, released their earnings. Look like they're pretty solid. They're up. Uh, I think their losses were like... Or is about a 50% beat, roughly. But that wasn't the, the most interesting part. The most interesting part was them poaching another two Amazon employees. Mm. Matt Furlong is... As the new CEO and Mike Rucupero as the CFO. Both of them coming from Amazon where they held senior roles and oversaw various growth initiatives during their respective tenures. Um, what was really interesting about all this is you got some great news coming out. You got these two new people coming that's from the industry that they want to emulate. Uh, you've got great earnings that come out and somehow the share price falls $100 a share. Who is selling on that news is what I can't figure out. <laughs> yeah, that that feels really weird. Yeah. Feels really weird. Uh and then one more quick thing for and I'm gonna get off the meme stocks, I'll let you go back. Uh, you can cut this if you need to. Um yeah, you're fine. remember Wendy's popping up uh all over CNBC is like the next uh target from the Reddit mob? <laughs> no, I actually missed that one. Oh you did? Okay. Yeah, everyone thought Wendy's was go or at least the mainstream media thought Wendy's was the new target. But that was part of their algorithm that goes through and like searches Reddit and twitter and like combs for different ticker mentions yeah yeah they were confused because of uh when lambo w-e-n lambo all the posts that people were putting in <laughs> w-e-n <laughs> is a symbol for wendy's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you bought wendy's thinking that uh it's it's targeted right now you might want to get out <laughs> oh god that's like uh amcx yeah yeah exactly getting boosted because of amc like yeah gotta be gotta be sure you're getting the right stock ticker or if it's social media if if it's really a stock ticker or just right (laughs) just just apes using ape slang (laughs) when lambo oh yes they love wendy's (laughs) yes they're Uh, gonna take their lambos to wendy's Uh, what else do you got, Dan? I've got uh, I've got a couple stories, both talking about inflation. Oh uh, no, the, the f- no inflation! That's not happening. Yeah, it's it's not happening, Kyle. Don't. I'm not looking. I'm not listening. Yes, yes. Apes, cover your eyes. You put your fingers in your ears Earmuffs. and close your mouths. No, <laughs> hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> inflation is so so. This isn't totally a bad story. I mean. 
Inflation is on the rise in, in the U.S., but uh, according to Daniel Vernaza, chief international economist at Unicredit Bank, if price pressures persist, contrary to the Fed Reserve's, Federal Reserve's expectations, the data would be painting a different picture. Uh, uh, in a note to clients, Mr. Vernaza highlighted a uh, complicated but interesting chart, which, uh, I don't know, I, we've got a link to the news story if you really, really want to get on. <laughs> Are you boring yourself trying to read it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everybody take a nap for the next minute or two. Um, basically, uh, to boil down, it's a, it's he's charting the the change in prices against the change in spending, and uh, uh, he, he looking at him relative to the pre pandemic levels, and he's saying most items have moved backward and forward along the the horizontal axis, which is the change in spending. Mm-hmm. So the, while the prices are going up, uh, uh, spending has has shifted naturally in, in his his point of view mm-hmm. we haven't he he's his his argument was the things on the chart would all shift to the upper right quadrant which would mean we'd be getting positive demand shock and and increased consumption at the same time like we're, we're not seeing what what he would qualify as the inflation spiral upward okay uh we're not seeing that yet. What we're seeing is yeah. the natural effects of being post-pandemic, uh, is what he was using this chart to try and illustrate. So, you know, so the, we're getting, we're, I'm seeing a lot of articles that are like, calm down about inflation. Right. All over the place, which makes me wonder, is are these true? Because this, da- this data, you know, this guy at this bank, Mr. Vernaza, it, it, it seems to make sense when you read the article. What about your next story, the, the consumer price index? Uh, on the housing? Oh, I thought you had one on the CPI. Wasn't the CPI up like 5%? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, CPI is is up. Yeah, that that's a huge jump, too. That's not... That, that doesn't make the... Inflation's not a big deal. Prices just went up 5% uh, um, last month. Whatever. Well, he's arguing that the, the, the prices... Are, are going up because we're getting a surge in demand from post-pandemic activity. Okay. He's saying it's that demand surge is pushing it. I mean, inflation isn't helping, but they're kind of working together. So why isn't toilet paper cost an arm and a leg? Because inflation hasn't hit toilet paper. <laughs> That's not inflation. Demand hit it. Demand it did hit it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the prices of toilet paper are very elastic. No, okay. Just like my toilet paper. Look at the price of a rental car. Right. Having rental cards so shortages all over the place. Working at a hotel, I could tell you just yesterday a guy came in and he was like, Yeah, I showed up and they were like, We don't have a car for you. And he's like, But I prepaid, here's my contract. And they're like, Well, yeah, but we don't have any cars. <laughs> That's funny, because didn't they just have a glut of cars that they dumped on the used car market? They did, and they sold them all, yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. Way to plan for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not the best time to invest in uh, Hertz or Enterprise. Right. <laughs> and then re- real quick the housing inflation going on mm-hmm. we're at a 13 year high Woo! so we haven't we haven't seen uh housing in prices get inflated this fast for it's been 13 years since we we've seen it go up this high what happened 13 years ago <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know i don't remember <laughs> serious Two, 2000 2008 yeah. What was going on in 2008? Nothing. Yeah, okay. Nothing. It was just peaches and cream, rosy economy, everybody rich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that stood out to me was there's a big lag. Like, these numbers aren't, they're collected, like, according to this news story that was posted on MarketWatch, like, uh, twice a year is when they, oh, wow. they re-update stuff for home, in- home prices. Right. So... 
there's like a huge lag. So people are like, oh, you're saying, yeah, Bureau, Bureau of Labor of Statistics is saying housing prices up, are up 2.2%, but uh, uh, it's really uh, people, like realtors, people, if you go out and actually look at the prices and start calculating yourselves, it's closer to 13%. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's way that's too fast. That's significant, yeah. Uh, that's the kind of speed we saw in 2005, right before the housing crash of 2005. Oh, so we've got three years. <laughs> <laughs> three years to sell and get some land. No, no. 2005 is when the housing market crashed. 2008 is when the mar- stock market crashed. No, the housing market crashed around 2000. Because that's why when I bought my first house. Well, I guess it crashed again because I sold my house in 2005 about six months before the crash happened because my brothers mm. both bought their houses right, right when i was selling mine oh. and within one year they had lost one third of the value of their houses i do not remember that one but again i was probably uh, underwater in the pacific somewhere at that time yes yes <laughs> that's exactly where you were yeah you're housed with a bunch of other men deep deep under the sea <laughs> in a long phallic tube Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. If we got any other news for us, Kyle? Uh, I've got Virgin Galactic. Uh, I think we talked about Bezos trying to get into space. Uh, he announced that he's got a flight coming up uh, in July, the end of July, like July 20th. Uh, the rumor on the street now is that Virgin Galactic is trying to get Branson into space over the 4th of July weekend because he really, really, really wants to beat Bezos. <laughs> I want to be the first billionaire in space, you bastard! And it kind of makes me want to buy more call options on Virgin Galactic, because you got to figure if they get Branson into space first, probably going to see a nice healthy bump in share price again. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And you know what? You've called it several times. Oh, hey, if Virgin Galactic does this thing, we're going to see a jump. And Kyle, you're li- almost always right. If they even just announce the flight, I think you'll see a healthy jump in price. And at that point, then it's going to be a question of whether or not it's successful. But I think that actually leads into a good poll question. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, which of the big three is going to be the first billionaire to safely go up into space and return? I think we should mm. quantify that as safely go up and come back. <laughs> Musk, Bezos, or Branson? Yep. I love it. In fact, uh, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic Twitter poll. I just saw a thing on TMZ talking about right. Bezos versus Branson racing to space. That's, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is our generation's <laughs> space race. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. The first, the first private billionaire. To- <laughs> oh, I love it. Which potential James Bond villain will be the first to make it to space safely? Uh, I make mean, it- two of the three are potential villains. I don't know that Branson is necessary. Branson's more of like, uh, like the, Bruce Wayne, if he didn't have a cause. <laughs> uh, last thing I, I have to mention, this will probably get cut. Uh, Lordstown Motors, uh, one of our Discord listeners, has uh, mm. been trying to get on the tour. He's a big investor, likes the stock, but they had posted recently that they're about to go out of business. They are in danger of running out of capital. Yeah. Uh, there was an update to that story. Uh, I don't know if he saw it yet, but uh, I did see an article saying that they were in negotiations uh, to, to bring in some more cash flow with some private investors. Okay. So I think that's why we saw it bounce off that 10 and jump back up to 11 again. Yeah, I, I remember t- 
talking on the Discord about it and, and saying I would really want to see news of, of their secured funding before I <laughs> made the decision to stay long in this stock. I have a confession to make, too. I actually saw that What's story it? before he posted it the night before, but I thought I'd let him at least get a night's sleep before I tried to share it, and he beat me to it. <laughs> like, I really don't want to be the one sharing this story. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh. It's like the market's already closed. You can't do anything about it. I'll just share it in the morning. Now, Lordstown, they are required by law to inform shareholders right. that there's a possibility they could run out of money. Mm-hmm. Even if even if they already know that they've got the call lined up and there's, there's a 9 in 10 chance this bank they're going to talk to next week is going to give them the money, even if they know that, they still right. have to inform their shareholders. So right. it is a big... Big panic news. Uh, if if I had been long in in Lordstown, my my very first thought was, was would have been, when do I get out? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Me too. But hey, if uh, if they manage to secure more funding and they get that product to market, two years uh, could be all in the rearview mirror. Yep. Making money. All right. Forty minutes in, Dan. You want to talk about Sue? Oh, Kyle, I always want to talk about Sue because she's fucking fabulous. Love Sue. Uh, <laughs> love Sue. We do. We, we tr- truly, truly love Sue here in the China Shop because she makes the magic happen. Two Bulls in a China Shop is brought to you by Sue Pullen at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender. Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners, whether it's repurchasing, I always do that. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, even reverse mortgages, Sue will help. She's licensed in 26 states and growing. <laughs> yeah, that's Just right. Repurchasing. That. Yeah. <laughs> every week. Every week I say repurchasing. Hey, oh. Sue, can you help me yeah. repurchase my home? <laughs> yeah, it got, so it got foreclosed. I need to repurchase it. <laughs> Which I bet she would help with Probably. if that was my scenario. Ah, she's licensed in 26 states and growing, so reach out and see what Sue could do for you. Best way to reach her is to just give her a call at 520-977-7904, or you can shoot her an email at spullen at fairwaymc.com. That's S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Pullen has an MLS number of 206048. That email again is spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Reach out to Sue. See what she can do for you. Time to do some investing. It's time to talk about investing. Now it's basic investing with the bulls in the shop. Rising up to the challenge to go viral. And you must be a buyer. Never sell those shares off. Because we're holding them all with an to retire all right did you do shit today oh you know i'm 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 sitting on my long positions i haven't been adding to them yeah like i should uh uh i've just been letting them let them sit i've been doing all my money in trading Mm -hmm. uh but mj is up it went you know it went up about 50 cents for the week uh the the triple the tqqq when started at 104 ish and ended at 109.22 and then ArcX was down, I don't know, 15 cents. Yeah, ArcX has been kind of disappointing. Kind of feel like if she would have left that, you know, Virgin Galactic position, it'd probably be doing a lot better. It would be doing a lot better. Uh, <laughs> but it's a long game with yep. these. So 
I'm looking at it like, wow, ArcX is, is letting me, giving me a lot of time to buy it around 20. Right. In five years when it's up at 80, mm-hmm. I got them all at a really good discount. So. Oh, yeah. That's that's uh, that's that's all I got going on. What what uh, what did you have happen in in investing, Kyle? We're gonna have to rework these again because <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get enough content for the investing portion. I did end up buying Antib Therapeutic shares at uh, three dollars and twenty cents. Picked those up. Uh, I think that was Thursday. Nice. I wasn't sure if we had to wait because we did talk to a CEO. I guess technically that could be considered like insider knowledge. So I did wait until after the episode dropped. I was thinking it was a good thing it wasn't during market hours. I'm not sure that we really want to be buying the shares as we're talking to a CEO before it gets aired. Yeah, though we both had uh, our portfolios up and we're investigating when to be able to buy shares. I figured anything he told us is public knowledge because we're airing it publicly and he knew that going in. But uh, it really did, to me, also feel like, is any of this insider information? He's telling us all good news. I know, right? I mean, some of it was new, so yeah, I figured it's probably best to wait. So I did wait. I I have a buy order set up for Monday. I'm going to try and get it around, you know, uh, between 3 and 3.20. Nice. For sure. And the other things I did, these were all July 16 contracts I sold as part of my plan to harvest premiums. Uh, Palantir, $23 pits. I picked up at $1.06 a contract. Westwater Resources, $5 puts at $0.70 a contract. Bed Bath & Beyond, $26 puts at, uh, I think it was like a dollar and change. I think I wrote the wrong number here. Uh, $40 calls. I sold one of those at $2.25, which is awesome. Love it when IV spikes. Yeah. Uh, OCGN, I ended up picking up some $5 puts at $0.77, and I'm starting to wonder if I should have done that or not, because they had some news. The stock took a huge dip after they came out and said that they were not pursuing emergency FDA authorization for their their COVID vaccine, mm. that they were going to go the standard route. And yeah, this chair was just taking a beating, but IV is still pretty juicy on it. So I don't know. I guess we'll just play it and see where it goes. At $5, if I'm picking them up, it's really not that bad. Can't really lose too much. Did you sell them before or after the news? Uh, before, after. That's the best time to sell them. Yeah, that's kind of what I was figuring. Yeah. They'll really have no idea how low it can go because I don't know how to read charts yet like you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, now, Kyle. It's yeah. You need to learn this shit seriously. It's so valuable. Let's see. Ford uh, sold a couple fifteen dollar puts at seventy cents a contract. Sonos a thirty five dollar put at dollar seventy five. And Space I sold a forty five dollar call at two dollars. Collected <laughs> quite a lot of nice juicy premium. Oh man, that's nice. And then if 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 SPC does take a nice drop and the, the value of those calls shrink down, just buy them back. Well, I already have uh, some options. At least I have one that I haven't done anything with. I'll get to that in the other end, but I've got some other okay. contracts coming up that are probably going to add to my position if I choose to exercise them. Uh, and that should bring us into some earnings. Pickings are slim, but we've got a few notable ones that popped up. Let's hear that music. My motto's always been when I'm right, it's right. So I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price. When the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day. And we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way. Skyrockets in sight. Earnings call to light. Earnings call to light. Okay, so earnings. What do we have for the 14th Monday? Oracle, ORCL, and Jinko Solar, JKS. 
Not looked Ooh. at that one lately. I don't know how it's been doing. Uh, I haven't I haven't looked at anything that's not AMC in a while, so I, I'm going to check that one out. JKS likes to move. Yes, it does. Uh, the 15th, we've got H&R Block. On uh, the 16th, we've got Kroger and Smith & Wesson. S-W-B-I, uh, Kroger's K-R. On uh, the 17th, we've got Adobe, A-D-B-E, and Commercial Metals Company, C-M-C, uh, Steel Industry. And that's on Thursday. That's on Thursday. Nothing on Friday. Like There's one company reporting, and I have no idea who it was. That's okay. I wouldn't have any time to pay attention to anything but AMC on Friday with all the options expiring. Yeah, I, I barely paid attention to even the news. I didn't even realize there was a jobs report that was favorable. <laughs> 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 completely forgot about that. Oh, jeez. We completely forgot about crypto, Dan. Um, why don't you give me some music real quick? of cryptocurrency I know you're greedy I know your needs You need that Bitcoin either NFT Cults of cryptocurrency And I'll go ahead and pretend like I'm actually talking to you even though neither of us had it in our sheets. Yep. And I kind of had a home alone moment where I just woke up screaming, Crypto! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. So there's two big stories that came out about crypto that kind of caught my eye. The first one was that El Salvador has become the first country to adopt it as their legal tender. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work, and it's actually one of the reasons why I'm excited to have Alex uh, next week. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can't print it, guessing they're not going to be mining it. So how do you adopt it and make it your currency? Well, I guess other people use the dollar, so who knows? What do you think, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's very interesting, Dan. Oh, I wish we had more time for you to expound on that. Yeah. Uh, the, the second thing I saw that was interesting was that, uh, looks like there's going to be a new 401k, uh, retirement offering for Bitcoin and cryptos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we keep having the discussion whether crypto is an investment or a currency, um, Looks like we've got El Salvador that thinks it's a currency and retirement funds that seem to think it's a investment platform. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. A nice uh, dichotomy. Uh, no, that's not a good word. Yeah, it's a nice. Um, uh, what's the word for something that that's opposing each other? Uh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, can you help me out here? Yeah. No, you can't? Oh, that's right. <laughs> we forgot to record this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, God damn it. I hope the people who tuned in specifically for this segment, please, please, please forgive us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that uh, that's going to bring us up to, to my favorite section, right? Yes, mine too. Let's talk about some trading. <laughs>
my non I did do some non AMC stuff. Oh. And not just the Bed Bath and Beyond calls, the six eighteen June eighteenth calls at a thirty six dollar right. strike that I bought for two dollars and twenty four cents that are now worth a lot less than that. <laughs> I didn't go heavy in that, by the way. Uh, uh, it was it was uh, I I I shouldn't stock trade like this, but I was like, okay, this is there's a good chance this will keep going up, uh, and if I buy a little bit, I can post on the Discord like, hey Kyle, I bought this just to put it just. So my bad luck gets pushed off onto BBBY and it goes down. And then that's what happened. And I felt bad. Wait, did you, when did you buy them? I think it was Wednesday. Oh, is that when it finally started declining again? I bought it right before the, uh, the big oh. drop. I was going to say, I thought you had a chance to sell it for at least a little bit of a profit, but no, never mind. No, not no, those. You did not those. Sabotage. Oh, so this is the, this is the game we're playing now, huh? Yeah. I bought them on the ninth. <laughs> okay. So you can play at that game. I got some money to throw away. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I did. I bought uh, IDEX, I D E X, Ideonomics. They're uh, yeah. their EV related company. Uh, I bought some of their July sixteenth uh, three dollar fifty cent calls. Uh, I bought some at forty two cents, and then uh, next couple days it had dropped a little bit and 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 uh, flattened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought more at uh, thirty-two cents because reading the chart and the pattern, uh, I think I think it's just short-term noise. Um, I'm feeling really strong that uh, yeah, by July sixteenth, I think IDEX is going to be more around four-ish, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully higher. So I figured anything under fifty cents for those calls, uh, I, I should I should pick it pick up, and then, and then so the, so this week I'm watching really for that turning point if it breaks below three dollars this week i'm selling those off yeah just cut your losses well because yeah well it just chart wise uh it, it's breaking the trends that i found and it will it's it'll be have turned yep. into a new trend right and i don't want to ride that new trend down uh yeah at that point uh, your so thesis changes yeah yep. i'm dipping my toes in like hey can i read the charts can I can I see the, the momentum? You know, can can I make a can I make a, a an options trade for that's not like a day trade? You know, I wanted this is right. this is like a swing trade. I'm you know I'm, I'm buying it today this week. I'm looking to sell next week or the week after. Uh, I'm not going to let them expire or anything. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch that. Uh, I did have a roller coaster in AMC. <laughs> Reading the charts, I was like, oh shit, it's having a huge drop today. So uh, uh, I bought, I, I sold, I sold a call mm-hmm. at five eighty five for a forty nine dollar strike for uh, expiring that week for five eighty five, uh, and then I bought forty five dollar puts in three different sets as it was starting, and, and every time it confirmed what I was seeing on the chart, I bought right. more. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up averaging at three dollars forty cents, and uh, I think I was telling you before the call. Uh, I've you know, I've just been waking up and staring at the stock chart, watching the one minute candles form. Right, and and it it was I got to where it was like, okay, Dan, you've been doing this for like three or four hours. You haven't eaten any food. You've just been sitting here drinking soda. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit! So I jumped in the car and I run down this the road to McDonald's, and then I come back. And while I was at McDonald's, the price had slammed into that forty dollar resistance and popped right back up. And that was my that was my sell signal. 
Right. When it when it's when it hits when it hits big resistance, it bounces off. Okay, sell. It's done. And I missed it. Uh, that's painful. It was painful. And but so I thought, okay, well, looking at those charts, it, it, it's got a good chance of going down tomorrow more. So before end of close uh, that day, I bought some uh, $49 calls mm-hmm. at 90 cents uh, to hedge myself. Uh, this was Thursday. So and then and then I had a really great game plan, really great strategy. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I even, I even sent you a message on the Discord. So this is what I'm going to do. I'll yep. wake up in the morning. I'm going to see which direction AMC goes in that first hour of trading. And I'm going to sell the side that, uh, that made the money. And then I'm going to hold the others and wait. Right. And it, it opens and it has that nice drop. And I'm sitting here groggy watching and thinking, well, let's see what it really does. Didn't follow my plan. <laughs> Did my follow up my plan. I got greedy. I got greedy. I thought, well, what if it, what if it just keeps falling for the day? Right. It did not. It did not. Um, so I bought, I bought those at $3.40. I sold them at $1.35. I took oh, a huge, ouch. huge gut punch from that. But all is not lost because I managed to save my ass. I, I broke even on all of these, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think, yeah, yeah. I bought that Friday morning, 47 when it plunged and it, it had a second dip down. I'd already sold my fucking puts uh, on the way back up and it, and, and I watched a, 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 on a dip. I bought uh, $47 calls at $0.34. Cents. And as we AMC watchers know, it closed at uh, $49. Yep, a little over $49. Yeah, $49.40. Uh, right before close, I managed to sell those for $2.25, which... That's pretty good. That's pretty good. About six or seven times uh, explosive gains. So all that put money, I didn't, didn't lose. Uh, managed to make it back, I should say. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to next Friday. Uh, yeah. They call it Lotto Friday in options. I'm looking to do that again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna watch and read the charts using my technical skills, and I'm gonna pick a point. And I'm gonna buy some calls under forty cents and hopefully sell them for a couple dollars. Anything else? That's it. That's my whole week. Sounds like a busy week. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. What did I do? Uh, I guess we could start with Virgin Galactic. I had those uh, 618 calls that I've been holding for forever, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, I sold a $38 call and a $37 call at the same expiration date against the two of those uh, for $3.25 and $2.50 for the other, uh, just to give me a little bit of extra, extra cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking I could try to rebuy those back, but because there was another week on it, like the IV, or it wasn't really dropping as fast as I'd hoped it would have. So those are still sitting open. Um, I closed one of them out for $10 a contract, which is pretty fucking sweet. That's, oh, yeah. I yeah. think the total cost of those were $3.12. I still have one left to try to scalp like I did the week before. Uh, based on the recommendation of somebody on Twitter, I uh, bought MNMD mind meld i think it is it's like some kind of uh, uh psychedelics company mm. uh, he had posted about uh, it's, it was actually vico i can't say it's some random dude uh i like i like vico's assessments he seems to be right more often than not oh yeah so i bought five dollar calls at 20 cents when he showed like a huge call sweeps coming through for the same contract um i sold some of them on friday when the price jumped up over four dollars at 30 cents and then i sold the rest at break even so i think i averaged about 26 cents a contract I uh, didn't do a whole lot on that. It was just kind of to, to see how it played out, just for learning opportunity. That's a 30% gain, my friend. Exactly. And that, I, was, I was happy with the way that one turned out. Uh, not so happy with the other one. Um, he was, I was following his, his, 
his trade plan, his morning notes that he posts where he gives you the pivot points and levels. Mm-hmm. And the QQQ was one of those that I was following. And I, I jumped in when it dropped below his trigger price, uh, picked up a, a put for $1.30. can't remember how far out it was, but it was about a $0.35 cent delta. And then I end up taking a little bit of a beating on that. I sold it at $1.98 cents mm-hmm. a contract. And I had two chances to sell it for either break-even or profit. And I didn't take the first instance when it actually hit a resistance wall and I saw the volume come in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I missed that or wasn't paying as close attention. I did it on the second one when I saw it bounce off the same point and then shoot up. That was when I said, okay, this has changed. The sentiment has turned around. The buyers are overtaking it, pushing it back. So the, I jumped uh, out and cut my losses at that point. It's, uh, it's called a double bottom pattern when it does that when it when it hits that resistance and pops back up and then hits it again and pops back up that's that's a, re- a reversal pattern yeah well the first one is where i think i should have dumped out at when i saw the because it was a large volume spike that came back in and drove it up and when i was going back and reanalyzing the charts yep. and looking at the point where i sold and where i should have sold but i mean so it cost me 32 dollars because i only bought one of these this is more just to try to see how i do uh, you know, it's more for the learning experience. So, I mean, thirty-two bucks for a lesson in how to watch trends and look for reversals. I feel like I feel like that was money well spent. Well, and you you learned how you watch for volume as the confirmation. Yeah, I also learned that I probably shouldn't be trying to sell options using TD Ameritrade. I need to get uh, going on on Trading View. Hopefully, uh, next week I'll have more time to do that. Oh, you're you're gonna you're gonna change your options broker. No, uh, TradingView is the other platform. I want to see if that has the... Cause oh, you think or swim. Think or swim. Think or swim, yeah. I know Vico uses interactive brokers, and I've heard him talk about using trailing stops on options. And it'd be really nice if we could do that with uh, TD Ameritrade. I think you might yeah. be able to do that on Thinkorswim. So I'm going to spend a lot of time, not uh, this coming week, but next week. I would I would love that. All right. Last thing I messed around with was AMC. I sold oh, really? some $45 calls uh, expired Friday at an average of $2.12. Nice. Uh, I sold five of them on total. Uh, hoping to scalp a couple of them. Um, I did end up closing out two of those five at a dollar fifty when it started looking like on Friday they were it was getting all of that momentum and running up again. Uh, I left three of them. Uh, they got called away, but I needed to sell some because uh, at this point I need to get at least my investment out. So I did let those get called away. My risk is now gone. Yep. I'm profitable on this AMC trade now. Or whatever else happens for the rest of the time, and I figure that also guarantee that the price goes through the fucking roof uh, come Monday morning. <laughs> we haven't put a ton uh, of AMC talk, but I'm I am gonna say we we know it does a Monday spike because of the Friday. Well, I don't know if it's because of the Friday paychecks. I figure because of Friday paycheck. We know we see a Monday spike every Monday, mm-hmm. but we've got monthly options expiring. There is so many, and the, there's over like four hundred thousand calls in the money right now. Right now, yes. So we are gonna see. This is this is and and I think that through technical analysis and even what it backs up what the BAM investor guy has been saying. Mm-hmm. This it could this Friday could see see a melt up. Right. Uh, we're gonna see volume increasing all through the week mm-hmm. as they purchase. That's that's the game this week. Is market makers purchasing shares to cover these contracts, and they don't want to do it all one big block and just drive the that'll drive the share price straight through the moon. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try and spread it out through the week. But uh, with as we've seen with the AMC Ape Army, 
of people just buying and holding. If people start FOMOing in too, if that price starts really moving again, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that can really it can really take off. There will be a gamma squeeze, and that gamma squeeze will cause fear of missing out. People will FOMO in, and it'll push it harder. And we could see a very real melt up uh, on Friday. Yep, I think I think in fact uh, this whole time I think it's the biggest odds. My personal opinion. My, when I look at the, my AMC chart, we are still well above that original trend line when we shot from, from you know, 12 13 $14, when we mm-hmm. shot up over 20 and then 32 If you draw that original trend line, we are still up above it. Like, we've never broken mm-hmm. down below that trend line. That's awesome. So for all this volatility up and down, uh, we are still smooth sailing. Um, I know last week I read the the Friday closes. Well, we got a new one uh, on the fourth. It closed at forty seven ninety one, and we were like, "See, that's higher than the week before twenty six twelve." Yeah, right. this week we closed at forty nine forty. We are still moving up, and next week I really think is when we're <laughs> it's when the trouble starts. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to get there. All right. right. Can I have the mic back? Yep. Okay. Can I finish? Yeah. Is, am I allowed to talk on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dan. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to talk about AMC so much, it's Kyle. Right. I'm it's sorry. so exciting. I know. I'm excited, too. Uh, <laughs> no, I had one last thing that I was looking at, and I think I was messaging you about it, and I'm not sure you understood what I was looking at. Uh, National Cruise Line, or Norwegian Cruise Line, uh, NCLH, I think. I was looking at the box that this is trading in, and it just bounced off of uh, another resistance point again uh, for the second time, and looks to me like it might be on its way back down below 30. Uh, where it'll bounce again off of that 27 mark somewhere around there. So I was looking mm. at maybe trying to do a put trade on that just to see if the way I was reading that is right. You pulling up the chart right now? I was going to, but uh, my internet's slow and it's, the website's not loading. Well, because your initial look was like, yeah, if it breaks over this point, it could totally run. And yeah, I, I agree with that, but I'm, I'm looking at the way it looks like it's already crest, uh, crested and it's on its way down now at this point. Oh, okay. So I, I was not definitely not understanding what you were what were you looking at. So it's trading at thirty two dollars and thirty uh, twenty three cents right now. And if you look at the look at like the six month chart, you'll see this nice sawtooth pattern. It looks like one, two, three bounces off at thirty two fifty, and it looks like it just it it jumped up above that for a little bit on beginning of June, bounced below that mark, jumped up above it again, and now it's looks like it's fallen down below that thirty two fifty again. So now I. I think I want to try to pick up some like thirty dollar puts like a month out and just see yeah. if it'll uh see if I can make a little bit of money on a swing a swing trade. Looking at it now. Uh I've got I've got the trading view on my phone now, so I mm-hmm. can look at that. Um I'm looking at the the daily. Apparently the candlestick patterns work best uh on the daily, according to George. What does he know? <laughs> yeah. It it uh the the story is of this <laughs> Yeah, you are reading that very correctly. Uh, it, it bumped off that thirty-four dollar line, really, really solid. Yeah, uh, I think I think you are absolutely. Now is a great time to get some puts on 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 that one. I agree. I agree with that trade one hundred percent. All right. Well, mm, now I'm going to back off a little bit now that I zoomed in on volume. I want to see it's it, it's it's currently in a in a down corrective phase. Right. I would want to see the sell-off days. Uh, I want to see the volume o- over the average line. I want to see higher than it o- on the down day on the down days. Okay, yeah, it definitely looks like it's not over. It looks like it's right at the average line. Uh, and it, yeah, and if you look at the past month, there have been a couple days where uh, 
that's what happened on the last big run down. Yeah. But on the last big run up, we've got vo- volume going over that average on a lot of the big green days. Right. And this this turnaround, the hitting the 34, there were no volume surges there. So that was kind of kind of sleepy. But if you remember that when we when I said uh, when the AMC price slammed into that right. wall of apes, yep. The the rejection of that price was like at forty dollars, everybody showed up to buy shares. It was it was literally like everybody at the same time jumped in and said, "Oh, it's this low. Buy, 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 buy." All at the same time. But this is kind of sleepy. So so maybe don't go heavy, but buy buy some puts because it's you know corrective wave stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna mar- mortgage the farm on it. I just wanted to you know put a little skin in the game and see how I did. All right, so if I see it drop below 32 and finish below 32, then I'll probably be looking at making that bet. Yeah, because it, it, it could retest It could retest 34 again. Right. Uh, you know? Yep. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. So that, uh, we got anything else before momentum? No. Did you give us, give us some momentum? I only boil it down to one day. There were only two of note, and one of them was an IPO a month ago, so I don't really count those because there's not enough. Yeah, no. Not enough history. It's it's easy it's easy to have a new yearly high when you know you've only been trading a month, right? And everyone's excited. Uh, but eBay ended the week with four days in a row, and it's new. It's this all time highs, mm. all time highs for the company, uh, and it looks like it broke that top and is not looking back. So uh, I, I'm I'm excited. And then I uh, posted something on Discord, and then you. <laughs> Pointed out, no, Kyle. That Vico was looking at it too. He posted it like yeah, yeah. a month ago or uh, two weeks ago. That's good, though. That's good. Yes, yes. Oh, it is good. Vico posted it when uh, it was signaling, "Hey, this is what I want to do." Yeah. And and I posted it when I was like, "Hey, look what it did." Yeah. But uh, I did feel really good about finding it, looking at it, and then posting it, and then being like, "Oh, hey, here's this fucking expert that I'm trying to learn from." And he's and he, looking at the exact same thing. Yeah. No, that's brilliant. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so Momentum List, check out eBay. If that's your kind of thing, you might like it. Do your own DD. Time for, uh, time for some Western music. Slap iron, motherfucker! <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. What, what's... What, <laughs> What's your good, Kyle? My good is I took profits on AMC. I really needed to take some profits. I did take some profits. I did it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yes. Unless it drops below 45, then I might buy some more again. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But I took some profits. Well done, sir. Well done. What was your good? Well, I think my good was uh, I was able to get to a point where I can read charts, uh, where I was able to successfully several times this week Mm -hmm. read charts and say, this is what's happening, this just happened, and here's what that means. Right. And be correct. Uh, that, to me, it feels very, oh, very that's good. Huge. And And that's, that's not me personally. I have to credit the Trade Pro Academy guys. It right. is their, their course that uh, laid it all out. And, uh, uh, but it was good for me, not only that they followed the course, but that I, 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 I said, hey, I feel like this is sinking in. I feel like I understand this. And then to go and in real time, ugh, 
I can't, uh, yeah, I'm just, I feel great about that. That's really successful personal development. I'm going to reach out to Vico and try to get us a referral link, see if we can get uh, anybody who's listening who wants to check it out, get them a discount on it. Yes. Oh, that would be great. And we should have one of those because I, I'm, I'm sincerely uh, extending my recommendation for this product. It is not, you know, I'm not, no, no paid shill. (laughs) <laughs> or anything like this is this is just dan as a human being being like hey i came across this, this great awesome. thing and it's giving yep. me knowledge it's awesome you should all try it how many times kyle have i private messaged you be like i can't wait for you to do this course you have to do this course kyle do this course already i'm gonna be starting it <laughs> in about a week so your your good was taking profits on the amc what was uh what was your bad um, I took profits on AMC. Oh, you felt bad about that? <laughs> no, uh, I could have bought the calls back for cheaper and then sold higher ones just to gain a few extra dollars per share. Uh, there was a point where I could have bought them back at like under a buck, and I did not. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I waited on the two that I did buy back and ended up grabbing them, which I'm glad I got. Uh, took them back. I still made a slight profit on it, but could have been a higher profit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was getting greedy. I didn't think it was going to finish above 45, so... I thought I couldn't be wrong. They always push this down before options expire. <laughs> yeah, my stubbornness cost me a few extra dollars a share, which could have been, you know, adds up. Two extra bucks a share, probably could have gotten closer to three. Yeah. Uh, and three lots uh, would have been an extra 300, 900 bucks, almost a thousand. Yeah, that could have been. Oof. Yeah. What was your bad? My bad was buying those Bed Bath and Beyond calls with no plan. <laughs> With no plan, with no plan, just just jumping in with it was pure euphoria. It was like rookie mistake, just complete emotion. Like everything's going up. Well, yeah, sure, I'll just buy some naked calls. Here we go. Come on, Dan's a buyer now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, uh, and I knew better. And I mean, I I glanced at the chart. You know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, I'm trading AMC. I've got four charts open. I've got the minute. I've got the 15 minute. I got the hour. I got the four hour. I got the daily. I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at all of it. And then I'm like, Bed Bath & Beyond. I'm pulling up the chart on my phone. It, it barely even a candlestick <laughs> at the, the resolution it is. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, that was bad. I knew better. <laughs> I deserve the losses I take on that that move. <laughs> Win the bet, but lose in life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for the show, Kyle. I choose all for the show. The show's the costing pageantry. me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's true. It's true. Uh, but there was nothing ugly for either of us, so good night, folks. Right. What was your ugly, Kyle? Um, I took profits on AMC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mentally, I'm going to lose my shit if uh, it does Gamma Squeeze next week. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And I just sold yeah. out three lots. Yeah, yeah, which could be potentially worth a lot more than what you've let it go for. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> if it dips below the cost of what you sold it for, buy some more. I might. I don't know. I guess I need to. I need to take the profits, though. I need to make sure I walk away from this winning. It's true. It's true. It's true. Because that's what we're here to do. We're yep. here to work our portfolios for ourselves to do what we need to do. The social media movement of apes is great to be able to band together with a lot of people with a, in solidarity with purpose. But at the end of the day, nobody from, from Twitter who's in the AMC army is going to pay your bills. N- nope. Sorry, they're, they're not going to. <laughs> They're they're not. <laughs> so you gotta take care of you. Yeah. Yeah, just if it Kyle, if it goes dips down below 
45, pick them back up. You, you made that money. Uh, no, I'm thinking about it. Actually, 47 is my cost basis, right? Anything below 47, 12? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, what was your ugly? Oh, my ugly was uh, I I had a strangle on AMC in options. Oh, yeah. Expiring Friday. And, and you just threw away your plan. Yeah. I, I, I crafted a plan. I even messaged it to you. It was it was a rock solid plan. Mm-hmm. I had calls and puts. So I know how that stock behaves. And it, 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 it does very similar things on similar days. And I said, <laughs> okay, I'm going to do sell this then and sell this then. and I woke up and I'm like foggy brain and I looked down and I even wrote, I had a note card of what to do that I wrote out and set on my laptop. I wake up and I look at that note and my foggy like, you know, I'm not, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep this week because I, mm. I get off work late and I go to bed and wake up super early to watch pre-market. Oh, I love pre-market. Because I'm not satisfied with just market anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I take that note card and I set it next to my laptop. I open up all my charts and then I... And I proceed to ignore my plan and just like slack jawed, stare at a stock chart for two hours. And it's well past the opportunity <laughs> to, to do. I would have sold both my puts and calls at profits. Right. Instead of instead of taking a like 50 percent loss on those puts. It it was such a blunder. Yeah. And it was it was my emotional blunder. It was not a blunder of my system or my knowledge or my analysis or my skills. It was an emotional blunder of just. Fear it's, of what's going to happen next. It sounds what, like what, you need a routine, a morning routine. I do. I really do. I need a, I need a wake-up routine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I did just get a promotion at work, and in, in the next woo! couple weeks, I'll be transitioning. Yeah, woo Yeah, what do you, what do you know? Uh, <laughs> I get to start getting to the point where I can trade stocks for a living, and then, they, then I get really valuable in the workforce. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the bet. Kyle, you know what I'm going to pick, but it's not tradition for me to pick first. No, you're not going to pick first. Um, I had initially wanted to short uh, Cruise Line, Norwegian Cruise Line, with a stop loss at 34, but uh, after we went back and looked at that together, I have changed my mind. I was also looking at Ford. I like the way that Ford was kind of seeing support around 15. Uh, I also saw that they have now over 100,000 of those F-150 electric vehicles. The... Uh, they have over 100,000 pre-orders for their electric F-150. I think that's good news. That should help propel this thing even higher. Uh, but uh, it's probably going to see that bump uh, pre-market, I'm guessing, and I'm going to miss out. So not going to do mm. Ford either. I was looking at Virgin Galactic again. I think we're going to see another announcement here soon about when the next test flight is. That tends to be the week uh, leading up into the weekend that they announce that. Usually like on a, a Wednesday, it seems like. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, leading up into the weekend, they're doing that test. So I don't think I want that this week either. Uh, in fact, actually, I think you convinced me and the poll says it's okay. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and go with AMC. Nice. <laughs> I fucking might as well. Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's actually the sensible decision. It that, really is. Uh, that could very well put you handily in the lead. Stop loss is the question. Oh, I mean, that's up to you, my friend. I know what I want you to pick, and I know what I feel like I would pick. 
if I was in your shoes, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to unduly influence, influence you any one way or the other. I kind of don't want one, but I also feel like uh, it's helped me uh, each of the times I have had one. So I might just widen it up a bit. Uh, let's see. What did it end up trading at? Oh my God, Kyle. Melt up on Friday and you're talking stop loss. I know, right? Okay. okay. No okay. stop loss. Fuck it. No, that was Dan the friend. Damn it. Dan the host. Dan the host. Kyle, you're absolutely right. I think uh, you need a tight stop loss on this one. Uh, like one or two percent. One or two percent. I feel like I should have one, but I don't know. No. <laughs> and it's actually way more pro trader to be like, if it drops below this. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. That's actually exactly the way I was thinking about it. Why don't you go ahead and tell us your pick while I'm uh, researching that here real quick. Oh, well, I would have thought that was obvious. It's going to be eBay. Oh, okay. Nice. That momentum list combined with me popping open that chart and looking at it, like I, I definitely said, oh, that's a, that's a buy. The eBay made a classic Darvis move. Like mm-hmm. this, it's, it's now broken out of its box into all-time highs. And that's specifically his method right. was, hey, find the consolidation boxes that are at the top of, of where this company's ever been. And when it breaks out up, buy and mm-hmm. see. And then, if it, you know, as, as it goes up, keep averaging up until it, it starts to go down. And, you know, and he would have a, a trailing stop loss and then, you know, sell out. And boom, he made a bunch of money. <laughs> so eBay. Nice. eBay is my pick. I'm going to do, hang on, stop loss, you can go ahead and reinsert that in here. I'll just put a set of, at $35. If it drops below that, then I'll go ahead and dump it. Okay, 35 You know what? No, no stop loss. I don't think I want one. No stop loss. Just, uh, I'll just ride or die with this okay. thing. Okay, okay. No, no stop. I'm, I'm writing that. That is set in stone. No stop loss. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and take a, a, a 15% stop loss, and I say that laughing because I'm not going to need it. Probably not. <laughs> uh, uh, what do we got for random? A U M N. A U M N. Kind of madness is this? It is a small cap blend, metals and mining, golden minerals. Mining company mm-hmm. owns Veranda and Chicago Precious Metals mining properties and associated oxide sulfide processing plants in the state of Durango, Mexico. The El Cuevar Advanced Exploration Property in Argentina. And mm. another diversified portfolio of other precious metal stuff. Okay. It is trading at 72 cents right now. Yep. Okay. Wow. Okay. As always, we are, uh, these days we just, we run long. That's just yeah. the new show. That's the new show. Uh, but we're so glad that you stuck around with us and made it here to the end. We got to, but we, we do have to close up shop and kick everybody out. Till, till the next store hours. Luckily, you get to do it on your time. Yep, I gotta pee. Let's go. Let's all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> if you like our show, please let us know by rating and subscribing on the platform of your choice. If you like our show and hate social media, then please tell your friends. If you have no friends and hate social media and you want to give us money to pay for advertising and help you find more friends, then you can donate at the PayPal link below. It's a big shop. There's room for everybody. Happy trades. Bye, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. 
They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.